Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today talking about our 2-0 win at home in the Premier League against Everton. A very, very positive performance, lots and lots of good talking points. Um, don't really have anything bad to say about today's performance, apart from um, we should have scored a lot more goals, but we got two, which was good. We got the three points, which is ultimately what matters. Um, yeah, the only, the only not not even negative thing. The only sort of constructive thing to say is we do continue to not be clinical enough in games, and yeah, we we could have had a lot more goals today. But that that's that's the only sort of knock against this performance. Uh, very very happy with the general football. Um, I thought we played incredibly well. Slipped away a little bit in the second half, but that can happen at, at times. Uh, completely dominated Everton from from pretty much start to finish. I don't think Everton even created that many chances. Um, very very happy with the football. Very good pass and move today. Um, that is a because I talk about pass and move often on these podcasts. Um, yeah, that that that's what you what you want to see. Those quick little one two touch pass and move. One two touch pass and move. Or one one touch pass move. One touch pass move. Um, you're going to slow it down at points. You're not going to be, you know, constantly for 90 minutes doing that because you won't be able to keep control of the ball. There are certain moments you'll need to sort of pause, reassess, and then uh, keep moving. But very, very, very happy with the performance. Performance, rather. Um, I don't think anybody played badly either. I think everybody at least had a good game. Um, some players more quieter than others. Some players did shine more than others, but... Not any bad performances, not really any bad mistakes. Um, and you'd look at this game and you'd say, okay, was it a case that we played very well or were Everton very bad? And I think it was a bit of a mixture of both. I certainly felt there was a lot more energy in the team, a lot more um, want to win. Uh, certainly, like if you compare this game to the uh, Newcastle game, for example, um, obviously the Brentford game was um, a little bit different as well. But uh, no, very, very happy with with everything today. Um, it's interesting. Um, I don't like to say in terms of, you know, oh, I was right about something and, you know, trying to be, you know, big head or something like that. But um, one thing I mentioned, I can't remember which podcast it was on because we've just come back from international break. I think it was the Newcastle game. I, I can't remember. It was a very recent one. And one thing I'd mentioned or pointed out was... In whatever way you want to put them, two of, at least, Martial, Sancho and Rashford should play every game. Depends on injuries and availability and, you know, things like that. I saw all three of them today and in different combinations, you know, you had a point where I think all three of them were on the pitch. I'll have to go through the substitutions in a minute, but um, yeah, Martial coming on, scoring a goal, McTominay scoring the other goal. Sancho played very well. Rashford, I didn't think, played as well as those three. But I think what you can... I think this game's a prime example of, of two things I've mentioned. Which is the good pass and move. You've got to have the, the energy and you've got to be up for it. You've got to have the good ball control for it. I certainly think for 90 to 95% of the game, we were doing that. Um, but the the link-up play and the, and the movement between those three. And I think in terms of Martial, Rashford, Sancho, they're similar players, but they offer something a little bit different individually that sort of really helps. And then you've got Antonio over on the right side to kind of balance things out. So I think that helped a lot today. Again, the only thing we were missing is scoring 
more goals. I think if we if we'd scored at least let's say five um, in this game, I think it would have been a perfect game of football, pretty much. And when was the last time I said something like that? Um, you know. And again, was it because Everton were bad? You know, you can only beat what's in front of you. You can only play as well as what's in front of you. Um, Everton did bring themselves back into the game in the second half, which was a little bit worrisome, but we sort of took control. That that was only sort of a five-minute spell, if that, and they didn't manage to capitalise upon it anyway. So, all good. Very, very happy. That is, um, for most of the point in this game, that is the way I want to see May United play football. Quick, attacking football. Um for the most part, again, you've got to slow down and control things at certain points, but um, if you want an example of how do I want May United to play football, uh, in, ter- in terms of how we move the ball and how we move forward as a team, that's basically it. Um, there were so many like great little touches and movements as well, and players being confident on the ball. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think this was just a case of, oh, Everton were bad and we took advantage, because we could have both played badly. Um, we've seen games like that before where both teams have been incredibly sluggish, but I don't think this was that at all. Um, but yeah, just just very, very happy overall. Um, again, only knock against that is we should have scored more goals and could have, uh, especially in the... We could, we could have... It might sound like an exaggeration. We could have probably been about 6-0 up by the first half. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, 2 is two's still good. I, I did really want like at least one more, but, um, you know... It's uh, we still played very well. Anyway, let's get into the summary. Um, we got the 36 minutes McTominay goal and assist by Sancho. I couldn't remember to be honest who assisted this goal. Again, really great pass and move, really great team goal. Um, in terms of you know just just moving the ball really well, finding the space, finding each other. Um, something we also did really well today was passing in tight areas, which is a very difficult thing to do in football at times. Um, and we did that very well, and that's kind of how this goal was created. A good bit of pass and move, credit to just everybody involved in the goal, but a good pass from Sancho, and um, a good finish from McTominay, you know? Very good finish from McTominay. He could could have missed, could have been another safe shot. Uh, Credit to Pickford, by the way. I know he did let two goals in at the end, but what a performance from Pickford, you know? Saving that many shots um, isn't easy, Isn't, isn't easy at all, so... As a great first goal. Just want to touch upon the Sancho situation for a minute. I'm seeing a lot of whether you want to call it online people or online comments or whatever. People calling for Sancho to be sold, which shocks me. It really does. Um, I mean, he played in this game. He played. When, when did he get subbed off? Um, not until the 77th minute. Um, I think Sancho. He's very, very similar at times to what I've seen Donny do, which is individually they're not going to light up the world, but there'll be those players, those types of players that will find those pockets of space, get the ball past it, keep keep things ticking in the team, but be creative and sort of make those runs. Um, very good close control, very good at their, their passing, good at finding their teammates, those sorts of things. And I would love to see... Sancho playing in the team with Donny. I would I would love to see that. Of course, Donny's injured at the moment. So, um, But no, I think that's quite ridiculous to want Sancho to be sold. I mean, <clears throat> if you look at our front line, Martial's injury prone. Vegost is probably not going to be staying. I think Sabitzer will, but Vegost won't. That's how I think that will go. Um, Martial's injury prone. Okay, you've got Ganacho, you've got Rashford. Rash- Rashford can get, of course, he came off, off with a knock today. 
uh, players can get suspended. Even if you've got a scenario where, let, let's say, for example, Sancho isn't making the first team and he's on the bench week after week. Somebody does have to go on the bench. And when you are in situations where you, where the game's close for whatever reason, you're going to occasionally want a player like Sancho on the bench. There's nothing wrong with having Sancho on the bench or a Martial or a Rashford or an Anthony. Um... Because, okay, let's say you have a game where it's Rashford, Anthony and Martial starting, for example, or Ganacho or whoever, and Sancho's on the bench. Let's say he takes Sancho out of the team, he's sold. Who takes his place on the bench, and is that player as good as Sancho? It's a, it's a simple thing, really. Because then if Sancho's sold, different player comes in, whoever that may be, that player is not as good as Sancho or doesn't offer the same things, and then we get injuries to the team... You've then, and you can apply that logic to any of those front players I've just mentioned. Um, and yeah, you know, Diallo's going to probably come back next season and we'll see how he goes. Diallo, who, by the way, plays on the other side of the pitch, also Palestri as well. But you want options. And if we're going to try to be winning a lot of things again, which we've gone very far in cup competitions, and you're in four competitions with international games, fatigue, injury, suspensions, you're going to want a big squad. You're going to want a big squad, especially in terms of your front players that run a lot and sort of, you know, put in a lot of effort and that. So um, you could say I'm sticking up for Sancho if you want to, to say that, but I think that would be a monumental mistake. And I've seen some people saying, oh, if we offered him back to Dortmund for Bellingham, Bellingham's in a totally different position on the pitch. He's a central midfielder. So that doesn't make much sense either. So anyway, I'd love Sancho to stay. I think he probably will. And I look forward to seeing more of him if he plays as well as he did today anyway. So anyway, that was the first half. Very, very, very good first half. Then they made some subs. Um, they made us, they've got three listed here. Uh, Garno was subbed on in the 60th minute. Didn't do a massive amount. I think he's been injured a little bit for Everton. Um, very, very disappointing that we we did sell him. I think it's just weird the way that we loaned him out for two years to Forrest, built his development in the championship, which is a very normal thing to have happen, uh, like Diallo's doing now. Um, and then we just sold him for some reason. I don't know if that was a 10-log decision or what it was, but we've had scenarios this season where I, I'm not saying he'll be like guaranteed good cover for Casemiro, but we've been short on midfielders this season, um, and he could have been been a good option, but... It is what it is. We can't do anything about it now. Although we do have a buyback clause, whatever that's supposed to mean. So who knows what might happen in the future. Then uh, Martial subbed on for Anthony. Very happy to see Martial. I was trying to figure out who was going to get subbed off. I, As much as I love Rashford, and he's a great player, I would have possibly subbed Martial on for Rashford. Possibly. I know he did get um, an assist after this, so maybe it would have been me making the wrong decision. Um... But, I don't know, it worked out in the end. I think we ended up putting um, Sancho on the right and then either one of the, one of the two of um, Martial and Rashford in the middle or on the left. Of course, they're kind of interchangeable. Um, but I thought Anthony was having a good game. Um, Ten I don't think Tenor got this wrong. It's not a substitution I disagree with and we won the game in the end. So, I just, uh, I don't know, I possibly would have given Rashford. He, he didn't look quite all there today for, for me. Rashford still looked good and obviously picked up a knock in the end so maybe there was a a fitness issue possibly with Rashford he just didn't quite look 100% so I would have possibly subbed Rashford off earlier but then he wouldn't have got the assist we're going to talk about in a minute so 
Uh, yeah, then they subbed on uh, Mope, Mope, who's from, um, was playing for Brighton. Now he's playing for Everton, so I suppose that's that. Uh, so they did that. And then uh, Martial did score his goal, assisted by Rashford. Bit of a mistake from, I think it's Coleman who, who made the mistake. Um, yeah, capitalising on mistakes, very good goal to take. Um, and uh, Pickford couldn't couldn't uh, keep that one out. So um, Rashford just about sort of getting to the ball, but uh, managed to pass it to Martial and uh, tucked it away. So sometimes it, it's funny, isn't it? Like you look at all the chances in the first half, you think, oh, you should score that, you should score that, you should score that, and we're all over them, and we should be like 6-0 up or whatever. And then you look at this goal, which is very similar to the other chances, and like, yeah, that's how you score a chance like that. Um, why couldn't we do that more in the, in, in the first half? It, it, it's weird when you see a goal taken so simply and thinking, thinking like, um, why didn't you do that more in the first half? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just interesting. So, well taken goal by Martial. Um, and, uh, yeah, good combination again with, uh, with, with Rashford. I'm really liking the front line options that we've got at the moment. And then a bunch of substitutions. I'm just going to, there are, some of them are at different times, but. Fred on for Sabitza, uh, Eriksson on for Sancho making his return, and Vegost on for um, Rashford who picked up a knock. Um, hopefully Rashford's going to be alright, we know he's had problems with injuries before, one of which ne- nearly, kind of you could argue, ruined his career almost, and then he came back firing, uh, or has come back firing this season so far. Um, so hopefully he's okay. Uh, our next game isn't until Thursday, which gives him a few days. We've got Sevilla, but we've got to play them twice, so... Going back to using that substitution for a minute to bring up a talking point, I think I mentioned this on the Newcastle episode or, or one recently, and I remember when Alex Ferguson was interviewed after we'd beaten Newcastle, because of course he was there to, to celebrate with the team and everything, and he was asked about Rashford, and Alex Ferguson said, yeah, he's he's doing brilliant and all that, I don't remember word for word what he said, but like he's doing brilliant we could do with another one, and I was thinking, yep, de- definitely, I don't know if Martial is going to be the exact answer to that, or another strike, we do probably need another centre forward, because we've got a lot of wingers and, and that sort of thing, but another centre forward of that type, um, somebody somebody who fits the system as well, um, and yeah, kind of brings up the case of, okay, we don't know how bad Rashford's injury is right now, we've got a game in, was that five days? on Thursday, um, if Rashford isn't available, and we've been admittedly pretty reliant on him this season for goals, I mean, you know, he, he's been scoring a lot, but not many other players have really taken the step up to, to sort of like be that second, you know, person scoring the, the other goals. So, okay, you take Rashford out of the team. And again, this is what I talked about with Sancho. You know, you start taking players out of the team, you start selling players, you'll end up being too short on players. Take Rashford out of the team, who starts down the middle? Do you start Sancho, Anthony, Martial? Can Martial play a full 90 minutes without getting injured? Do you play Vegost, who's it does good work, um, but he's not really a striker. He's supposed to be, but he's not really, because he can't really like score many goals. But he's a very hard-working player. So what do you do in terms of your options there? Um, who who then becomes the the number nine? I don't know. So I think Alex, I think I very much agree with what Alex Ferguson was saying. Uh, Martial could be the answer, but Martial's injury record has been terrible recently. So you, 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 an annoying thing with Martial, and I think he did do this earlier in the season, you could have a really good first 20 minutes. You think, 
good, that's the player we want to be the sort of second Rashford, if you will, can get injured after 20 minutes. I know that can happen to anybody, but you want that other player and, like, you take Rashford out of the team, who's going to be the one that you rely on? So, let's see how that goes. I think Rashford will be fine anyway, um, but uh, we shall see. Great to see Eriksen back, made a little cameo appearance, um, you know, kept things ticking in the midfield, that kind of stuff. We've been obviously lacking midfield numbers. Um, so really, really great to see Eriksen, and the crowd obviously uh, gave him a bit of a standing ovation, which was great, really great to see Eriksen come, come back, especially considering, you know, what he's been through and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's great to see him back once again. So, um, But shame on you, Andy Carroll, still for doing such a disgusting tackle, more foul in, in the first place. So there we go. Uh, and Fred on for Sabitza, fine. Midfield for midfield. I'm uh, I'm not mad about it. So there we go. Let's take a break. We'll come back. I do have a man of the match in mind. Some of you might not agree, although I think everybody had a, at least a good game today. So um, yeah, let's take a break. We'll come back and I will reveal my man of the match. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well, so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support Entertainment Talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. 
Thank you very much for supporting us, and thank you for listening. Back to the show. All right, and we're back. Um, okay, so I'm not going to be giving out any bad scores because I don't think any players had a bad game. Um, there are players in this team that I that are not my preference, but just because they're not my preference doesn't mean I'm going to give them a bad score automatically. That's not how that works. Anyway, my man of the match with a 10 is Sancho. Again, um, great assist to McTominay. Uh, with the goal, cool, calm, collected on the ball, did some really, really great combination play with whoever he was passing to, not just Rashford, but a lot of other players. Um, probably one of his better games, admittedly, in the United Show. I'm not upset, you know, just because he's he's sort of one of my favourite players, and I think he's very talented. He has had his bad games for United, or his games where he hasn't been so focused or whatever. I know he went on that sort of mental health retreat or whatever sort of programme he was sent on. Um don't know that it's had its full effects but I think if you build on his um there's still a little bit of a knock of confidence there I think but if you build upon um his form from this game I think you could start to start to see a few uh fruits of those labors um but uh no brilliant game from Sancho and um I enjoyed his performance the most let's go back to the hair um distribution better today of course a lot of his passes today actually was just balls over the top to I think there was like two or three to Anthony that he should have scored um but distribution better I don't remember De Gea making any sort of major major saves um so I think an eight sort of suits that goalkeepers are weird, weird ones to sort of rate but um yeah thought we had a very very good game Wan-Bissaka, uh, brilliant defensively, very, very good in terms of, at times, being an inverted winger in this game. Sorry, inverted uh, fullback, rather, in this game. I see no reason to not give him a 10. I thought it was absolutely fantastic in this game. Harry Maguire um, did not do anything particularly bad. There was one moment in the game where he did mess up, but he recovered very well. Um, is it a future of Man United? No. Um, but just because, again, Maguire is not my preference, that's putting it nicely, um, doesn't mean I'm going to knock his performance, because I don't think he, I don't think he really did anything bad, um, he didn't really get himself, the thing is with Maguire, and we've spoke about this a lot, is, um, you play the ball behind him against any player who is quicker than him, which unfortunately is most players, and you go, oh shit, well, you know, he's not catching them. He's not going to catch the player. Um, I think a nine sort of suits Maguire. I, again, I don't think he did like anything terrible. Um, didn't sort of light the world on fire or anything, but I thought he was. I thought it was very good. Uh, Martinez, I'm going to give a nine to as well. I think in terms of the, the centre backs today, they weren't challenged really. Defenders stick out more a bit when they've like, you've blocked like six shots, you've made three tackles, you know, th- th- things like that. Um, but both quite quiet, but still have very, very good games, so I'll give him a nine as well. Malasia, uh, probably give a nine to as well, I thought was very, very good. Um, don't remember anything, I don't really remember anything anybody did that was pe- like specifically bad. Obviously, there was misplaced passes here and there from the team, but, um, and should have been a bit more clinical, but other than that, Nothing, nothing to really moan about today. So, Manasi gets a 9. Uh, McTominay, I give him a 9 as well. Really, really good on the ball. Actually showed up as well in midfield, which is... which is. I think that was maybe the difference maker with McTominay. Um, played the deeper role with Fernandes, didn't he? And Sabitza was the one higher up. Um, yeah, he showed up more for the ball and um, played really quite well today. It's just... Him and Fred, just the consistency, 
Can you do it across a Premier League season? And they haven't been able to. So as much as we can enjoy this McTominay performance, and we certainly can, can you do it for the next 10 games? Can you do it to win us a Premier League? Can you do it to win us more trophies? Um, I think the answer is still no, because it just won't ha- won't happen that way. But uh, credit to him for today's performance anyway. Not going to take that away from him. Um, so I thought, and he scored as well. So that's that's really really good. He scored when many many others failed to do so. Uh, Fernandez, one of his best games in the United shirt. Again, I'd give a nine. Um, I wonder, like, okay, why why am I not giving tens to some of these? I don't know. Some of them were just not quite tens. Some of them were were, were nines. Uh, but anyway, um, very interesting performance from Bruno. Like on the ball, really, really great. Where Bruno usually falls a bit flatter is his hero balls, long passes. I can only think of one, which was I think it was to McTominay or to Anthony. It was it was on the right hand side. I remember. And I'm not quite sure with that one whether it was... Because usually the problem with his hero hero passes is they either go too far, which is that like he kicks the ball too hard and they go p- way past the player, like nobody's catching that. Or they fall too short, but like really, really too short where the opposition easily cut it out. And uh, yeah, it, it, that's interesting though because usually he plays in the 10, right? Just behind the striker. And he'll usually have those scenarios where he's on the edge of the box... And he'll try and chip the ball in, like across the box, sort of cross the ball in. And it usually goes too far. So you'd, you'd think what would work better is shorter passes. But he was sat further back in the midfield making more longer passes. I also think what works with Bruno as well. Because it might be a case where, is he better in the 8 than the 10? Maybe. Because his work rate is also really good as well. Like, he'll run after a player and, like, try and tackle him. He, his work rate is very, very good. Um, one of the best in the team, I would say. So him sitting deeper in the midfield... I mean, would it work to have him next to Casemiro? But then where do you put Eriksen? Where do you put Zabitza? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> there's still things to figure out with our midfield. But... Um, yeah, surprisingly worked a lot better. But... Um, Good. That's that's what I want to see. Anthony, I thought Anthony had a very, very, very good game. Um, I'm going to knock him down to an 8, I think, just because he did have like 2 or 3 chances he should have possibly scored. Um, so, yeah, I, it's still a very good game, but uh, and very sort of a bit more direct than usual, which is good. But uh, should possibly have scored a couple of goals. Zabitza, I thought, was very, very good as well. Um, I'm going to give him a 9. Um... Yeah, just really good in midfield. And I, I think, <clears throat> at least from the last two games, three games, maybe some games in the past, I think Zabitza works, works better when he's on the edge of the box. Because um, he's got a pretty decent shot on him. And I think I think he's a little bit wasted in like deeper midfield. Unless it's a case where he's playing next to Casemiro. And because Casemiro is so good almost by himself, Zabitza could move further up the pitch. But... Um, I have to see how that goes. I, w- I would like to keep Sabitzer. I think he's a, a good option for uh, for midfield. Sancho, I've already talked about Sancho. Rashford, I would have given 8 to as well. Uh, again, could have scored a couple of goals. Wasn't quite fully, fully there, but a uh, good assist for the uh, the Martial goal as well. So very, very good overall. I didn't give anybody below an 8. That might be the first. No, I've, I've done games where I've given everybody a 10, I think, before. That, that, that has happened before. Um... 
But yeah, didn't give anybody. I think I gave two players, two or three players, an eight. I think in that. So good stuff. Uh, let's go to the bench. Uh, who was on the bench? You might be wondering. Butland, Delo, Eriksson, Fred, Lindelof, Martial, Palestri, Varane, and the Vegorst. Um, Eriksson, good cameo. Fred, good cameo. Martial scored a goal, played very well, and Vegorst did some good pressing and that type of stuff. So that's the bench. Missing players, uh, Casemiro with the red card. I think there's one more game left on that. He's played at least three because we've just played... What was the first return game? I'm trying to think what the first game back was from the international break. It wasn't this week, was it, with with Newcastle? Or was there a game last week I'm misremembering? I'll check in a minute. Um, Because the suspension was four games. I think a red card usually is two or three because two yellow cards... Is one game. I think if because if you get a collective five red, not five red cards, five yellow cards in total, you get a one game suspension. I think if you get two yellow cards in the same game, it's obviously that's a red. You get one game suspension. I think it depends on how bad the suspension is. Because when he got sent off before, it was three games, and this was four. So, um, so he's played at least three. He'll be able to play Thursday anyway because that's a different competition. It's not a domestic competition. Um. So whoever we're playing after that, which I think is Forrest or somebody, I'll, I'll check the fixtures in a minute. Um, so I think he's got one more game left on his suspension. So, because um, I think Newcastle was the first game back. Anyway, um, yeah, Casemiro with the red card. Ganacho with a foot injury. I'm not sure when he picked that up. If that was for Argentina or I, I, I don't know. So, um, Heaton with an ankle injury because, you know. Heaton plays all the time. Uh, Shaw with a fire injury and Van der Beek, who is probably going to be on this uh, list for the rest of the season, unfortunately. Let's quickly check. Fixtures. No, results is what we want. Fulham was a red card. No, Fulham was... Did he play against that Fulham team? Uh, No, McTominay and Sabitzer played in that game. Um, that was a domestic cup, of course. Because uh, Southampton... Yeah, Southampton was when he got sent off. I'm just looking back through the fixtures. So, uh, Southampton, uh, which is domestic cup, that's where he got sent off. That was a nil-nil draw. Uh, then we played Betis, which we won. Then I think it was in... No, the international break was after Fulham. Fulham so, he served his suspension, because that's four domestic games. Because uh, FA Cup still counts as well. Uh, so Fulham, Newcastle, Brentford. Uh, so yeah, Newcastle is the first one back because we beat Fulham just before the international break, didn't we? Then Newcastle, we lost. That was on Sunday because we played, yeah, three games in like five days or something or, or six days. Um, so yeah, Fulham served one game, then two, three, four. So yeah, he's he's back now available. Um so Everton we played today, then Sevilla on Thursday. So Forrest is on, I think that would be a Sunday, yeah, 16th, um, which is where he'll be able to play again. So basically he is, yeah, he is back now. He's, he's completely available, I think, anyway, because um, that's four games, I'm pretty sure. Sevilla he would have been able to play against anyway. So we go Sevilla, Forrest, Sevilla, then Brighton, FA Cup semi-final, then Tottenham. Then it's not got other games listed after that because we'll see if we get through those rounds. Um, anyway, that's today's episode of the United Cast. Um, good to be back. I wasn't feeling quite so well on uh, on on Wednesday, and of course, I haven't gone out to review Mero yet. Hopefully, I'll do that tomorrow. But feeling better today. Um, good game to uh, um, get me back up to uh, 
being better, I suppose, because it was an entertaining game, if that's what you want to say. Uh, so yeah, um, United cast today, we did Gaming Talk yesterday, of course, uh, Mario review should be tomorrow, that's of course sort of the film that's just come out, um, and then things like Ted Lasso, United cast, and we uh, keep going. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Um, you can find, if, if you have any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments um, about the midfield or Sancho, do you, do you think we should sell him for some reason? If you do, let me know why that is. Um, how long has he been here now? I think this is his third season. The thing is with that is... Because some people kind of mentioned, okay, Ollie was sacked, right? Which was in like November or something. And then everybody gets a clean slate, quote-unquote, from there. I would say that's applicable to some players, but not to others. Obviously, we've been through the Ragnik season. Now we're in t- towards the end of our first 10 arc season. Any ap- Apart from players that were given like chance after chance after chance after chance, which you, you know who those players are. If you were somebody like Sancho or somebody that was brought in the late Ole or sort of Ragnik era... And you weren't sort of put into a functional team. Because that sort of last season. If you were bought in that last season. Or playing in that last season. Which I think was Sancho's second one. Because I remember him being good in Ollie's first season. If I remember. Because I think this is Sancho's third season. The second season was completely like dysfunctional anyway. Because of what happened with you know. Ollie falling apart. And Ragnik. And all, all, that, all that kind of stuff. Um. This for players like Sancho and people like Wambasaka who clearly needed a bit of coaching, I think. Um, this is a good like kick off, like players like Van der Beek who weren't really given a chance, and you know, players like that. Um, this is like your first refresh season, I think. So, um, because we were writing Wambasaka off at one point, weren't we? I think in, in the Ragnik era. And then for a little while it was Tenag was preferring the low. And then Wambasaka did whatever training thing he did. Sancho went away for a bit. Um, players do need to be given a little bit more of a chance, I think. But um, anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, on all that type of stuff. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter etalkuk, and there's information in your show notes. E, uh, there is also uh, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms for our TV, games, films, main night podcasts. Have a look out for all of those. Uh, if you want to support us in other ways, you can of course tell other people about what we do, where they can find it, either by telling them or using social media. Um, Patreon uh, tiers, $5, $10 level tiers for the Afri podcast review options. Look at those as well if you'd like to. TV and film news, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, film news. Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays and geektown.co.uk. Bex, who's streaming very regularly over on Twitch. Uh, Trista BYTES for retro chat. Retro, chat, game and other streams. Me occasionally, randomly, over on Twitch at eTalk UK. And YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays for all the archives, game clips. And all the other stuff. Thanks for listening. We move on. Um, Sevilla Thursday. We've got more things we can win. Don't forget about that. We might not be able to quite win the Premier League. I think that's going to be between um, City and Arsenal now. That's not me giving up on the Premier League. It's just it's not in our hands. But uh, we can still win the Europa League. We can still win the FA Cup. There's no reason we can't. Uh, and we can still get... I, I think... So the ideal finish to the season, third in the Premier League. Um, third or fourth, but third is preferable. Because um, I think it will be Arsenal, City, Arsenal, Newcastle. I, I don't think Tottenham are, are good enough. I don't think Liverpool will get there. 
and I can't remember who else is in and around that area. But I think it will be between Tottenham and Newcastle for fourth, and I think Tottenham won't do that. Um, plus, Newcastle a lot more stabilised than what Tottenham are, goodness me. Um, and an FA Cup win and a Europa League win. So, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.